the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. (laughs) What can I say? Just when you think... Just when you think you are over the hump of the week as we were yesterday and coasting towards a weekend, a long weekend for many of you, many of us, oh, it just gets better. I was thinking it was a slow news day. It was going to be a slow news day, and I thought that. I thought it would be a slow news day because, well, first of all, we, we don't have the health care vote that we last week thought we were getting today. Remember? A week ago, Mitch McConnell was saying, yeah, we're going to have a health care vote next Thursday and, uh, you know, then break and uh, have a big Independence Day celebration. We're free from Obamacare. He didn't say all that. I exaggerate to clarify. And uh, so when we got the announcement that the health care bill was being pulled, I thought, all right, they're going to skate to the exits, right? That we're just going to slide down to the exits. Nope. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. It's another day of news whack-a-mole. So uh, join the conversation, join the party, join the discussion, join the argument. And I want you to weigh in, especially those of you who are always Trumpers and uh, will will follow Donald Trump into whatever battle he leads you. The phone number, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. We will be discussing. Yes, we'll get to the Mika thing. And I think it's a little bit of who started it. Uh, we'll get to that. It's also a Thursday, so it's a throwback Thursday, and I want to go back in time and share a lesson that I learned on this day exactly 10 years ago today. So we will do that. Uh, We will also do some debunking today, some serious debunking, and I think that's very important for us to do. It's important for us to show the truth and highlight the truth. Because some people can't handle the truth. But uh, many, 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 many things on the agenda today. And I have already posted a vital question of the day today. An important vital question of the day. Something that uh, Doc Thompson and I were talking about. We actually have conversations other than some of the silly crap we talk about. We actually have serious conversations and and the vital question I'm asking for the next 24 hours what do you think is going to happen with Obamacare or Trump care will it be repealed and replaced will it be repaired whatever the hell that means will it be replaced by single-payer health care or do you not know and I think those are really the options Because if it, I was going to put in there, it's going to melt down and die. Well, that's pretty much a given. If we do nothing, Obamacare melts down and dies and something has to happen to it. So if if it does melt down and die, as anticipated, it has to be repealed and or replaced. 
it has to be repaired or it has to be replaced by something which I fear will be single payer. If you heard my my interview yesterday, my phone call with Delaware Senator Chris Coons, a Democrat, you heard me get a little bit tense and I actually got some email about it. People are saying, Mike, are you okay? You really got ticked off with uh, Chris Coons. Yes, I, I, I really do not like changing doctors after I found a great doctor and I had the best doctor. And we have decent insurance at the Blaze. We had really great insurance at the Blaze until some of the costs that were associated with uh, Obamacare forced, forced the company to pull it back and raise the co-pays, et cetera. But we still had good insurance, M- maybe even great insurance. But insurance means nothing if you don't have a health care provider the one you liked, and I remember hearing from someone, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. So, yeah, I know. I'm beating a dead horse. My doctor retired three or four years ahead of his initial schedule, his initial plan, not because he was out of patience, but because he didn't have the patience. You see what I did there? Didn't have the patience to deal with the government forms. The regulations that were so time-consuming, they were costing him the ability to spend time with his actual clients and doing actual healing. It's really a shame. And I'm still upset about it. I know, get over it. No, you know, I haven't found the right doctor yet, so I'm using Doc in the Box and interviewing doctors. Not a good way to go. But that's a, a consequence of Obamacare. Thank God, and I mean that truly, thank God I'm reasonably healthy. Even in my advanced age, I'm reasonably healthy. So uh, I'm mad about Obamacare, and I'm also mad about Trump care. And that's why I asked the question, what do you think will happen? What do you think will happen? Do you think it's going to be repealed and replaced with Trump care? Obamacare, Trump care. And don't get upset by people calling it Trump care. The Democrats got really ticked off when we called Obamacare Obamacare. And finally, Obama finally wrapped his arms around it. And then it all became okay. So repealed and, repla- repealed and replaced, or number two, repaired. Number three, replaced by single payer. And number four, you just don't know. Currently, Replaced by single payer is the leading vote getter. It's close to repaired. And in, for my money, they're going to repair it by replacing it with single payer. That's what Jonathan Gruber and those evil architects of Obamacare were planning the entire time. We've seen the videos. We've heard the words come out of his mouth. How much more do you need? Okay, so participate participate in the in the poll before I spin myself completely out I think I need to give you a little bit of let's have a little bit of fun there are there are some topics here that are going to make you mad so I I need to give you um, the carrot before we all get the stick (laughs) 
as it were. Uh, this is one of those one of those little videos that was released this morning. I have some friends who do nothing but monitor news. That's all they do. They monitor news and different news feeds and different news sites looking for the opportunity to find a viral type video from the news. And I believe they found one. I believe they actually did find a, a pretty interesting little video. And it is from a Fox affiliate. And it is, you know how they always depict the weather guy as sort of the wacky guy on news. And they, you know, the, the guys are in the good day whatever set. It'll be good day Keokuk, Iowa. And they will throw out to uh, crazy Bob who's doing the weather. And Bob is not only the guy who will tell you what the forecast is going to be, but he's the guy who can talk to just about anybody. So uh, we're getting ready to have our Independence Day weekend, which means fireworks, which means the obligatory morning TV segments about be careful with your fireworks. We don't want you showing up for work on Wednesday, missing a finger. And yes, I understand those are important. And yes, I, I do agree. We should tell people to be careful and and, you know, watch where you're lighting the fireworks and be all that good stuff. But fireworks are a lot of fun, too. And this very brief segment, this 12 seconds happened where the uh, the wacky weather guy is out by the fireworks stand on the side of the road. And he encounters a young boy, probably 13 or 14 years old, and hilarity ensues. And then the 4th of July, here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Where are your parents? Get sketchy. Back to you guys. And then the 4th so of July. So I'm, I'm watching this, and I'm thinking it's, it's pretty funny, right? The weather guy comes out. He sees the little kid standing in front of the fireworks stand. He's got the brochure, and he's obviously scoping out which uh, fireworks he's going to purchase. But something about this is just a little too convenient. The boy standing there with the brochure happens to be facing the same direction as the camera is approaching. The guy comes around the corner and spots the child standing, not facing the window where he would order the fireworks from, but facing the area where the camera will be. And the weatherman sees him and says, oh, Hello, young man. How are you? And then the 4th of July. Here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Where are your parents? Kids sketchy. Back to you guys. Kids sketchy. Back to you guys. I, I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. But I have to tell you, I'm going to throw the Bravo Sierra flag on this one. I don't think this is real. I think this is totally, totally a scam by the, we the weather guy who, you know, it would be great for his career if he had a viral video. It would be a terrific thing for him because and the station would be happy. So this guy gets a kid and he says, look, kid, all you got to say is. Wouldn't you like to know weather boy? Just give the kid a quick insult, which, you know, the kid did. The kid delivered the line. OK. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I vote Bravo Sierra on that one. And speaking of Bravo Sierra, I'm going to have to really throw a flag on many of my friends 
in the radio media, got fooled yesterday. Uh, and I, I need some time to get into the story because I, I, I found, I debunked this in 30 seconds. And so I'm, I'm kind of ticked off that some of my buddies didn't debunk it sooner too. When we get back, we will dive into the horror of social justice soccer. That's right. Social justice soccer. Next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It is a throwback Thursday. Having a little bit of fun here. Doing some debunking on the program today. And uh, we just, I believe, we debunked the story of the, the weatherman who thinks he found a smart-ass kid and, and was shamed or surprised or verbally assaulted on live TV. Uh, I think, I, I I think that one's Bravo Sierra. So if if you see it, if you see the little kid and the the Fox Five weather guy getting mocked on alleged live TV, now the TV was live. I just think it was a setup. And this takes me back to another piece of video that popped yesterday. And I I had a bunch of friends who were in the radio business and the internet's business. Saying, have you seen, have you seen the story of the Washington Athletic Association, which is is now not letting kids use a ball when they play soccer? They call it ballless soccer. And there are a number of punchlines I could use here, which would cost me my job. Um, some involving the person formerly known as Jenner, but I'm not going to go there, even though I kind of just did a little. But uh, this story headlines to ensure every child wins. Washington Athletic Association removes ball from soccer. Yeah, right. The story allegedly attributed to uh, Olympia, Washington, where they're playing a new kind of youth soccer. I have dubbed this social justice soccer. And um, they're saying that they're showing that how it impacts competition and youth and and it's negative to have too much competition with the kids, so they want to remove that negative impact. So they said, we took away the notion of scoring, which meant no winners, no losers. But um, they, they actually claim they took away the ball. The report on this, there's a video on this all over the web. You can listen to a little bit of it and kind of figure it out. At least I think you can. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hustle up, you guys. Let's take a knee. Let's take a knee real quick. Take a knee. All right. Everyone's doing their ankle. Everyone's got the ankle. Twists. Let's do some twists. Let's go. Yeah. So it looks like a coach warming up the kids, right? And and the, the screen graphic is saying, to address the negative effects of competition, soccer is now played without a ball. Get ready for those headers, right? Okay. You guys ready for a good game today? Yeah. yeah. All right. You all warmed up? Yeah. Yes. Next. That's a nice goal. 
So you see people running, but there's no ball, and it looks like someone's kicking a ball, and the coach calls, nice goal. And I'm thinking, okay, as, as reasonable as this ridiculous thing appears to be, it can't be true. It cannot be true. This is, this is such Bravo Sierra, but, uh, you know, people got outraged. The comments are there. And uh, unless you read the headline of the page where the story was posted, you're not going to realize it. The headline reads, CBC Radio, which that's the Canadian broadcasting system, and uh, this is their radio outlet's webpage, and a program called This and That. This and That is called, uh, is described as award-winning satire with Pat Kelly and Peter Oldring. Award-winning what? Satire. With Pat Kelly and Peter Oldring. Come on, people. Can we not fall for everything? I'm serious. This is just insanity. But so many of my friends retweeted it. Jaw dropped. Can't believe this is happening. I've lost my ability to even and whatever else you said. Now, I wouldn't put it past somebody in in one of those northwest states i'm looking at you oregon i'm looking at you washington to say you know we need to we really need to try this this concept hey this is crazy enough to work no no no, it's not it's it's horrible parenting it's horrible we're not letting kids learn how to survive so that the social justice soccer soccer without a soccer ball It's not soccer. We call that running. That's what that's known as, running. And in the case of soccer, uh, you're you're actually running and and looking pretty dumb because it it looks silly if you're pretending you're kicking a soccer ball. All right, two things debunked. I know I have another thing to debunk, but I also have some, some good things to share with you. I have some things that will uplift you. For example, in the state of Texas... In the state of Texas, a man has been walking to work, three miles to work every day. He works at a taco restaurant in Dallas, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And another man had seen 20-year-old Justin Corva making that walk every day. You know how you drive and you see the same people doing the same things? Well, it's hot in Dallas. So Andy Mitchell, the driver, said, Justin Corva. Hello, sir. Would you like a ride to your work? I see you every day and it's hot. And he gave the young man, the 20 year old man, a ride to work. And as they were talking, Andy Mitchell learned that 20 year old Justin Corva was walking to work because he was saving money in order to buy a car. And and Mr. Mitchell was so impressed that this young man would be doing this, had the had the drive to do this. He got his friends together and they put up a donation box. And last Friday, last Friday, Andy Mitchell and his friends surprised Justin Corva with a Toyota Camry, a used Toyota Camry, but nonetheless, a little bit of anonymous charity, a little bit of random charity bombing just for another human being. 
kind of makes you feel good about the day and about the future, doesn't it? Okay, we'll get into some more of the crazy stuff after the break. Come on back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. The phone lines are open, 888 You want to share a story, you want to disagree, you want to agree, you want to hoot, you want to holler. I don't know about the last two, but uh, I, I'm open. There are many things to talk about today. Some make me laugh. Some make me shake my head. And others just reaffirm my belief that the answer to a problem in our world is not more government. The answer to a problem is 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 not not to just throw money and bureaucracy at a problem. The answer is to get problem solvers involved and get things fixed and get on with it. Case in point, Washington, D.C. Not the, not the government. I'm talking about the Washington, D.C. transit system. Between Delaware and D.C. and Delaware and New York City, I spend a lot of time riding rails, and then when I get to either of those cities, I tend to use mass transit when I can because typically it's cheaper and I'm cheap. And the metro in D.C. is particularly troubling. Uh, it's, it's a stunning visual when you get downstairs, when you get all the way down under the earth into what could be a perfect bomb shelter if it had to be, God forbid. It's a stunning visual to see it. And as you get down there, then you deal with the trains, and they're, they're fairly, I think I give them a C. They're okay, they're decent. It's not exactly as cheap as the New York City subway can be because guess what? D.C. had this brilliant idea, and I first experienced it back in 1979 when I visited the district for the first time. And at that time, you could ride the metro, and your fare was based on how far you rode. And, and that kind of makes sense, right? It's a usage fare. Whereas in New York City, you buy one, at the time, you used to buy one token. Now it's uh, one fare on your metro card. And you could ride as far as you could go. And as a matter of fact, if you knew how to do it, you could ride to virtually every subway stop in New York for whatever the cost was of a single ride. And every year they had guys competing to do that and do it at the fastest rate. But in the case of the D.C. Metro, which has had some troubles lately, they've had some troubles because guess what? They didn't take care of the damn system. They didn't do routine maintenance. The government-run transit system was not taking care of the, of the tracks and the cars. So they had to do this little safe track. That was their initiative. It was called Safe Track, where they had to go through and, and make sure the cables to power the cars as well as the cars themselves and the rails and the wheels were fine. And it slowed things down. 
Well, apparently, uh, they, they finished with that. And just to make sure everybody knew it and was happy, almost 700 Metro employees were paid to hand out thank you notes at rail stations during today's commute. So if you're in the district, be on the lookout. There should be no fewer than, say, 650 to 700 Metro employees handing out thank you notes just to make sure you know they appreciate your patience. How about you just put the annoying announcement up? You know, the one that you, you put up when, when there's a problem, when there's a delay. We don't get people handing out notes each time there's a massive delay saying, we're sorry. We're sorry for the single tracking. No, they're going to pay people union wages to stand around and hand out thank you notes. Seriously. Not to mention what was paid. How much did we pay for the thank you notes? Now, they, they are saying, I, I, should, I should correct myself, office managers and non-operation staffs will hand out thank you notes that include a small token of appreciation offered by one of the Metro partners. Well, what does that mean? Are they getting a coupon for a buy one, get one? Is there a BOGO involved in this? And it also, by the way, buy... <laughs> I'm sorry, D.C. I know there's some people in D.C. listening. I'm sorry, D.C., but if you live there, you probably already know. Um, There are more closures coming up due to a pilot program that's going to uh, test the use of a new grouting technique (laughs) because they didn't correctly waterproof the outside walls of the tunnels. Why would they? Why would you? Anyway, that's uh, another one of my rants against uh, government getting involved in in transit. Invariably, we will find ways to waste even more money doing stuff like this. Um, Glenn Beck was in L.A. I didn't hear anything on this. I didn't hear a confirmation from him on this. I'm wondering. I know Glenn Beck was talking about a lot of a lot of his dinners, his meetings with his hoity-toity Hollywood friends and the Internet folks. I've been on one or two of those trips, and they are real. These meetings do happen. You look around and you go, that guy's here? She's here? Oh, my God, what am I doing here? But I thought Glenn was going out to Hollywood to bid on some Hollywood memorabilia because the Profiles in History auction house had uh, a bunch of things up for sale this week. And uh, I do happen to know that Mr. Beck, as a movie fan and movie memorabilia fan, has some certain things he likes. Uh, And, for example, uh, the movie uh, Aliens that Bill Paxton was in, a helmet that that was worn by the late actor, sold for $51,000. I don't know if that's that's what uh, Mr. Beck was looking for. We talked about the dance floor from Saturday Night Fever that my friend Vito Bruno was selling. It sold for $1.2 million. Vito purchased it for, I think, somewhere between twenty-five and 50000 and turned it into a $1.2 million bonanza. Now, the big deal, though, 
the big deal in this auction was the one that I was certain, I was absolutely certain Glenn Beck was going out there to get this. It was the R2-D2 droid that was used in several Star Wars films. After looking into it, I, I figured, I don't think Glenn would buy this. It was, it was very expensive, and there's no, no information has been released about who purchased R2-D2. It was the most expensive item offered in a uh, movie memorabilia auction that included um, other props from Star Wars. Like Luke, Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber from the first two movies sold for $450,000. Darth Vader's helmet from the original sold for 96000 But um, the, the droid, the R2-D2, which was originally estimated to sell for $2 million, uh, sold for, I think it was $2.76 million. Almost three million bucks when you get into paying the, the buyer's premium, etc. Here's the kicker on it. Here's why I think Glenn Beck would not purchase it. And I wonder if you're listening, Glenn, you can call if you have it, go ahead and admit. But I, I don't think I don't think ultimately he would he would have bet on this because it wasn't the actual R two D two that you saw in any one of the movies. Apparently this was an R2-D2 that was bits and pieces of different R2-D2s used in the movies. So it wasn't actually the one, you know, the original. And that's why they say it was R2-D2 that was used in several Star Wars films. Because, you know, parts of the top, parts of the side, bits and pieces, kind of one piece at a time R2-D2. It was a... A, a non-fully original matching R2-D2. Still, very cool item. 43-inch tall. You've got the R2-D2. And if, because I think if it were the one that had never been taken apart, if it were the actual original one, I don't think George Lucas is selling that. I don't think they would have let that get away. I think that would have been relegated to some, I bet you there's one at Lucas's house and I'll bet you he modernized it with a robot control that said, R2, get me a beer. And then it goes in the kitchen and gets a beer. I'm just saying. So that's the update on the Hollywood story. I'm going to step aside. When we get back, yeah, we'll get into some of the crazy news. Because trust me, there's crazy news, including something really disturbing is going on with Nancy Pelosi. And I think maybe if... Look, if we want Nancy Pelosi to stay around for 10 years, and I think we all do, then we should be very worried. I will explain when Pure Opelka returns. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. I have to remind you, it's going to be a, a weekend that many of us will be active. And if you're active and you get irritation and inflammation, followed by pain, 
I hope you have already jumped on the Relief Factor bus. If you haven't, pay attention. Here's the phone number, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. That's the main number for Relief Factor. If you you go to relieffactor.com, you will get the the short story on the all-natural anti-inflammatory that's helped me. It's helped thousands. It's helped Doc Thompson. It's helped Brad Staggs. I know it's helped members of this audience who have reached out. And here's what it does. Using natural ingredients like fish oil and, and various actual spices, it works with your body to reduce inflammation that's causing the pain. In my case, my knees and my hips and my lower back, gone. I'm no longer, and I've been without since day eight of using Relief Factor, 11 plus 12 weeks ago. I stopped taking any over-the-counter medication. I don't take prescription meds. And I'm feeling great. I'm walking the golf course. I'm out working in the garden. I'm active. And most pains caused by inflammation, this reduces inflammation naturally. It's called Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95. 20 bucks, and you get the three-week quick start pack. And that should give you enough time to see if it works for you. If your pain, your irritation will be removed or reduced by uh, reducing the inflammation, Relief Factor should help you the way it helped me. So check it out. 800-500-8384. It's called Relief Factor. I wonder if Relief Factor could help Nancy Pelosi. I just wonder. I'm worried about I'm worried about the minority leader. We have talked in the past few weeks about how after the loss in Georgia's 6th district, Nancy Pelosi as leader in in the minority group in the house as as leader there as her reputation seems to be casting a pall over those elections for uh for house seats. I know that to blunt the attack, the overwhelming attack from, from the 40-plus million dollars that Democrats poured into that district, that the GOP ran ads and several PACs ran ads tying Nancy Pelosi to John uh, Ossoff. And I think it hurt big time. I think it hurt the efforts of Ossoff to get elected by being tied to Pelosi. And so we've heard people say, oh, we need her to stay. We need her to stay another 10 years so we can run against her, which is fine. But based on Nancy Pelosi of late, I, I think that could be abbreviated. This was Nancy Pelosi at the 92nd Street Y in New York recently. She was speaking. She seems to have trouble putting certain sentences together and finding words. Now we are building and validating what really is the message that as we go forward, you probably could put it on a piece of paper right now and say this is what it should be. For us, we have to make sure that our members participate in that. that please go to Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, Instagram, any platform that you want. Home care, too. You know, some uh, people are at home, but they still get care from. Uh, from Medicaid, middle-income seniors. I think this is dangerous. I think this is a warning. I think these 
episodes, and yeah, I used air quotes there. I think these episodes indicate that Nancy Pelosi's in trouble. And maybe we need to keep an eye out on her. Nancy Pelosi could be headed towards a a breakdown physically. Uh, I would hate to see the word stroke be said with anyone's name. But it's kind of a little disturbing the way she has trouble putting sentences together. Look, we all sometimes frump for around. But this has been happening with greater frequency over the past couple of months. If you don't remember it, I'll pull up some of the examples. But Nancy Pelosi, we need you to hang out for another 10 years. We need you to help us build the GOP majority in the House. We need you to stay minority leader. Be careful, Nancy. Take care of yourself. We'll be right back after the news. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.